Hello, everyone. And we are back with another episode of our STEM Talks podcast. And I'm Diane from the STEM Plus PH team. Uh, today, we'll be talking about what makes students so anxious when it comes to STEM. And STEM disciplines are broadly thought of and remembered as mahirap, confusing, and intimidating rather than something that's accessible, welcoming, and fun. Which is why, towards the end, people don't end up taking STEM or think that it's this highfalutin strand. Which is why, in this episode, we want to know more about what makes students so hesitant to take STEM and how we can help them overcome this. And we want to hear from our students themselves, which is why we'd like to introduce or introduce again Janjo, an incoming freshman college student in STEM, and also one of our CIP students and STEM ambassadors. So, hello Janjo, welcome back. Maybe you can introduce yourself again real quick. Okay, so hi, I'm Janjo Hermano. I'm an incoming college freshman at Cateneo de Manila University taking yes, health sciences. Has, has health sciences always been your dream course? Funny enough, I only discovered this program in grade 10 when I was doing research for universities that I would apply to. I initially thought that I would just stick with the usual BS Biology or BS Chemistry or BS Biochemistry and all that stuff. But as I did more research, I discovered BS Health Sciences at Ateneo. So it really piqued my interest because it doesn't only focus on the hard sciences. Like It incorporates a lot of like interdisciplinary fields such as public health, health policy, and even more so on research as well. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think what's good about what the youth now, especially in your your batch at least, they really see how interdisciplinary science is, like the health sciences can branch out to different fields. So considering you've been, we've also mentioned before that you, we've always been interested in the sciences or in STEM in general. Maybe you can share with us your first thoughts about STEM and maybe also what sparked your interest here. So, as we all know, a few years back, um, the Department of Education decided to implement the K-12 program. So it aims to like better prepare high school students entering college. So at an additional two years, grade 11 and grade 12. So UPIS also adopted that program. Since we weren't really under the Department of Education, we were under the College of Education in UP Diliman. They had to also establish a program similar to that. So, in Akin uh, UPIS, the strands weren't really named like how they would be in other schools. So, we only had three strands. We call them tracks. So, the first one is Social Sciences and Humanities, which is the equivalent of the Hume strand. The Business and Entrepreneurship track, which is the equivalent for ABM. And lastly, the equivalent for STEM, where I also, what I also took back then, was called Applied Sciences and Engineering track. So it sounds different, but it's pretty much the same. Uh, we had similar classes, then uh, curriculum. So we were required to choose, or at least think about, what we would take 
in grade 8, uh, we had an orientation about the program, um, what it offers, its objectives, and stuff like that. So, yes, as early as my second year in high school, we were already pressured, I guess, to think about what to take. So, when I was going through like the modules that they sent out, Applied Sciences and Engineering probably like instantly <laughs> piqued my interest in. Just because for the longest time I've wanted to become a doctor. So I would like scavenge for that track with sciences and health and all that jazz. So I guess that was probably almost in an instant that it happened. But I still had to think about it because, you know, I, I didn't want to be so sure. And I wanted to like take my time and think about it and do my research. Thanks, Danjo, for sharing that. I'd, I'd like to ask, since you also expressed how you were interested in STEM, like it's also been a dream of yours since you were younger. What about your classmates and uh, maybe your friends in school? Did a lot of them also take the STEM track or did they have any apprehensions in taking STEM? Okay, so funny enough, I think in my batch at least, the Applied Sciences and Engineering track had like the most students there were like 56 of us so we we had to be like split into like two separate subsections so i'm not sure the reason i'm not sure what the reason is but i think a lot of us really had enough for medicine and engineering like i mean generally we shared that common interest or common aspiration so it's really interesting to see that since here in the Philippines, science and engineering is probably not, well, it's in demand for sure. But a lot of people tend to like resort to other, to other professions such as like business or like law. So it's nice to see that more and more students like me in my batch took interest in taking STEM. So that's a really great, a good sign. And it's really nice to see them going towards that path as well. It's good that at least most of your batchmates also ended up taking the STEM track. Uh, I guess my next question would be more, I'll just maybe fast forward a bit. Um, maybe in your own opinion, do you think the STEM anxiety among students, especially in the younger generations, does it exist? And what do you think? think causes people to feel really intimidated with STEM. Like when they hear STEM, I dapat magaling ka sa science, sa math, you have to be fast. So we'd also like to get your thoughts on this. Yeah, so that's re- one big misconception I think that STEM has to like ha- deal with. A lot of people think that it's only for like the quote-unquote smart people. But I don't know, I feel like for the different tracks or strands as well, Smart people definitely have a place um, in those fields. But I'd like to think that, you know, everyone's smart. We all have our own strengths and weaknesses. And that also applies in the academic trends in senior high school. So I think the number one reason why people get intimidated with STEM is probably because of the overwhelming nature of this field. You know, science and math, a lot of information to be absorbed, a lot of equations to memorize. 
it's definitely overwhelming and I think that's a really big turn off for some people and because of that they would like lose interest in it I mean in my personal experience when we were already required to choose in like grade nine yeah, in my third year in high school I was also intimidated because in my batch you know admittedly there are like a lot of smart people and looking at them looking at them having doubts also made me doubt because they're already smart they're already like super academically successful and they're nervous so like i i definitely was intimidated by that but i still decided to go for it and push for it because you know it's my passion and if i love doing what i do that intimidation would just turn into like excitement and passion okay thank you thank you janjo maybe you can also share with us how your journey as a stem student like how when before when you were picking a track up until now that you're about to enter college like how was that journey like so i guess the starting point would probably grade nine like i said in that year we were already required to choose a track to take for senior high school so during the picking process i guess we did consultations with my batch counselor our guidance counselor they really helped me i guess have an idea or gauge my position in choosing so we talked about my strengths my weaknesses my dream career path and other stuff So that really helped me at least gain a little bit more confidence in choosing the track that I want to, which was STEM or Applied Sciences and Engineering. My parents supported me, you know, I mean, fortunately enough, they really liked that. I mean, they would support any, any track that I choose. But they were particularly excited with like STEM because both my parents are more into like the business aspects and even my other relatives. So they thought it was really nice and refreshing to have someone in the family to like be more involved in another field. So the next year in grade ten, we weren't yet split into our respective tracks, but depending on the student, we we had to take classes. Or cluster courses aligned with the track that we chose. So in grade ten, it was more on a focus on practical skills. So we had classes on industrial technology and technical drawing, as well as computer aided design. So it was definitely a field of architecture, engineering, technology. So that was those were interesting classes. So yeah, it was really like, I guess, an easy start. You know, they, uh, they didn't really overwhelm us again with like those hardcore courses and stuff. So uh, in the next year, in grade 11, we took more, I guess I would call it specialized fields. So we had classes like advanced first aid. It wasn't really much about first aid, like exclusively. It was more on the health and medical related stuff and the emergency response, anatomy, physiology. So that that class was probably my favorite among all of the cluster courses that I took in high school. 
mostly because it was super aligned with what I wanted to take in the future. But unfortunately, I didn't really like how the teacher like conducted the class. I don't know if it's a med school thing, but it was really like brute force memorization. But you know, fortunately, I didn't really you know lose interest in it. I was still passionate about that field. But uh, yeah, if it would have been better if it was conducted differently. So the next class was electronics. So it's mostly like robotics, Arduino, wires, coding, and all that stuff. I wasn't particularly enthusiastic about that class, but luckily, my designated pair. Shout out to Jamie Mapa. <laughs> um, she really made it more enjoyable because even if I was suffering from all the wires and code, at least we were suffering together. <laughs> so the last class that uh, we took in grade 11 was investigative laboratory and laboratory techniques. So this was also interesting because it taught us the basics of like lab work. We did experiments like brine shrimp counting, the classic titration. You know, you'll be like frustrated if it's too purple and stuff like that. So it was really an exciting and helpful course as well. So I guess in transition, grade 11 was probably the year I was looking forward to, but unfortunately, wasn't the year that I ended up being enthusiastic about, just because the whole Pandemic shebang happened. Our school year was unfortunately cut. Our research paper was like canceled. So it was really frustrating because semis are really, well, depending on your topic and interest, it really demanded lab laboratory equipment. So we couldn't do that because classes were suspended. We weren't allowed to go and continue our research. So yeah, it was very unfortunate. But you know, still push to the next year, which was grade twelve. So grade twelve was like purely online classes, just Zoom University, something anila. So in this year, we had or we took classes that were that were more fundamental and conceptual. So we had we had math classes like calculus and linear algebra. They were. I mean, to say the least, they were okay. I wasn't. I don't know if it's the online setting or if it's just the topic itself, but they weren't really enjoyable. So I just had to go with it. So we also had classes like, oh, we also had the sciences like general chemistry, general physics, and some special topics in biology. Those were really interesting. A lot of it didn't. Really require lab equipment. All we did was like lectures and online activities. It was interesting to learn all of those topics since they were relatively new then. So, oh, aside from those like, I guess quote unquote STEM exclusive courses, I also took electives on like other courses, not not necessarily in the STEM curriculum. So I took like film appreciation, broadcast communication, and popular literature. I guess I would say I would call these courses like my escape, my creative escape from all the science and math extravaganza. 
So they made grade 12 at least enjoyable. So entering college, you know, here in the middle, in the mid mid year, well, not really mid year. During my summer, I'm just waiting for first day of college. Yay! So looking back, I guess the courses in like my senior high school experience really helped me a lot. In some aspects, they were lacking, admittedly, but I can't deny how much it has helped me regain the confidence and overall overcome the STEM anxiety that was, you know, growing or manifesting in me throughout my high school journey. It's good you had that support and it, I guess uh, it, well, we can be confident enough to say that all your years in high school or at least in, in UPIS really helped you overcome the fear of the fear or the STEM anxiety before you enter college. So, which brings me just to uh, just a follow-up question. Um, maybe in your in your school, in your batch, is there any like hierarchy in the tracks or the strands? Like people or teachers would say STEM is better than ABM or any other any other strand. So yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So in my high school, that's actually a really big like problem i said before that it was nice seeing how many students were interested in taking stem that we literally had to be split into two subsections but because of that the other tracks or the other strands had relatively less people or students in the business and entrepreneurship track there were only like 21 which is like even less than a regular class I mean, it wasn't really uncommon because in the higher batches or our upperclassmen, seniors, before we entered senior high school, that was really the trap that generally had the most students. I don't know what it is really, but because of that, there was a stigma then that, you know, STEM is like super elitist, like all the smart people are there. Like, oh my gosh, how about how about the business? It was really evident then because back when we still had, or back when, you know, students had college entrance tests, you would notice that a majority of them were like, I wouldn't say, well, I don't know if I can say that, pero, I mean, in my opinion, since I'm a STEM student, I can say it, pero we noticed how most of those entrance exams were very STEM biased or STEM favored. Like, you didn't really pay attention or like take courses in those classes. You would really struggle a lot in those entrances. Well, my batch didn't really have entrances. I'm just basing it off of what my seniors have told me. But yeah, a lot of non-STEM students struggled a lot with like the college entrance tests since a lot or a majority of the coverage was really about the sciences and math. So I guess that's one thing that we really need to, I guess, modify or at least change a bit so that it should be more like inclusive of other students that are not in the STEM track. Basing also on your, when you were talking about your journey in STEM, very specific then the new classes per I mean, in the STEM strategy, it's very specific in classes per year. Like you have technical drawing, advanced first aid. In my, I mean, back then we didn't have that. It's just English, math, science. And uh, 
And parang ngayon, it's very... I, I, I mean, maybe me, I would feel a bit of the... I would find it fun, but at the same time, might be pressuring also to do, to have all these things all at once then. So, at least you also mentioned you had friends to help you overcome at least whatever challenges or um, hardships you had through those years. You mentioned nga, we're struggling together at least. So, having having that kind of support system is also very much important, which leads me to my next question with this stem anxiety or how people perceive stem how do you think this affects the performance of the students especially when maybe prior to entering the stem trap or when they're in the stem trap hearing all these things the stem is for the smart people stem stem is only for those who can do this who can do that only stem majors can pass the entrance test you know how do you think this affects the students mismo. So, yeah, since STEM is a really, it's a really specialized and overwhelming and complex field, so even the STEM students themselves begin to have like doubts. They start to have or lose motivation or that momentum talaga to keep pushing forward, which leads to like mental and physical burnout. And even despite that, they're still like going for it because they think they have no choice and if they rest, they think it's a waste of time. But yeah, I guess all boils down in cassette to how the curriculum is like established or formulated then. Parang it seems like, at least in the Philippines, this education system favors more on like quantitative learning more than qualitative learning. In other countries like Finland, I think, they barely take a lot of like classes and they're barely given any homework during the weekends. But they're shown to be very success- successful in their college like life and even after that. So that really reflects on the aspirations of students as well. You know, if they only favor or if they only focus on getting things done, memorizing these things without actually learning them, it really leads to like, I guess what they would say, an academic catastrophe. We're producing students that by bare minimum, not really competent enough to pursue their passion. And that's not entirely their fault. You know, they, they have to adjust because it's a system that they're in. So yeah, it's really sad to see. And I hope that can be changed somehow in the future. Yes, agreed, Janjo. How do you think teachers or other schools can help, I guess, alleviate this pressure or anxiety from students in STEM? I guess one major thing that they can do is minimize the workload, but at the same time, make the workload more like effective. Like, instead of bombarding students with a lot of like homework and papers, have them focus on like one or like a few but very substantial requirements to work on. That will really help students not only relieve the pressure that they're under, but really focus on particular aspects and learn a lot from what they're doing. You know, like 
as I said, quality over quantity. I really believe that the number of like tests or number of papers that you do on a daily basis doesn't necessarily reflect on how you are as a student. Parang it seems like you value obligation rather than passion. That's so nice. Yeah, that that's very true. I mean, sometimes you get this you know, distracted, but the workload or the pressure becomes too much that we lose sight of our passion or the original vision we've we've always had since before. I I agree that I think um, educators can also help help nurture these students better by besides workload, is also understanding this kind of feeling or pressure that the students experience, right? So, because the teachers are really supposed to build that kind of environment for them. So, you mentioned also that through the years, I guess that this kind of STEM anxiety or pressure has improved uh, gradually at least. And can you compare maybe how your... Your STEM anxiety when you were younger versus your STEM anxiety, if you have STEM anxiety now as you go into college, like is it still there? Is it you feel more pressured now you're entering a new environment, especially like it's it's actually the track you want to take. So maybe you, you can share your thoughts on that. Okay, so in high school, I definitely had like STEM anxiety as you would call it, like greater extent, I guess. But now that I'm a graduate of senior high school, high school, entering college, I guess that STEM anxiety, I wouldn't say it decreased, it more of like changed, if that makes sense. You know, honestly, I'm still like nervous. I'm still like anxious about um, going into college because everything's new, you know. For like 13 years of my life, I've been like in UPIS lang talaga with like the same people, the same teachers. So I gradually got to know them more and adapted to that environment. But now that I'm entering college, everything's new, everything's unpredictable. So I guess in that aspect, I'm still nervous about that. But I wouldn't necessarily consider myself nervous about STEM particularly because the program that I was admitted to was really one of my like dream courses talaga, and probably the number one reason why I decided to go to Ateneo because OBF, yes. Because it's re- it was really aligned with my passion. In high school, there were like a lot of like courses not necessarily aligned with my career path or my dream career path in medicine. But in this program, I guess the path is like much more clear and I can see that light, you know, at the end of the path, which makes me feel, you know, confident and, you know, good about myself, I guess. Also, something I learned a lot is that when you go into college or apply at least to universities, choose programs or courses aligned with your passion and interest, talaga. Because college is like, well, I'm not. I don't know for sure, but I think it's the four years of your life that will really dictate the momentum of life after. So, if you love what you're doing, if you're passionate about it, if you're really invested in it, you will definitely have a good time, and you will definitely learn a lot. 
Thank you, Janjo. That's very, very well said. And it's good to hear that, I guess, you feel, although the anxiety or maybe the nervousness is still there, you are more confident now, I guess, at least to take on the next chapter in your life. So I guess to my last, my last question would be, um, what are some tips on how we can overcome or reduce this pressure or anxiety among other students, especially those in the younger years? Yeah, so I guess one tip, or maybe the only tip I can give you, which is like more of a general one, is surround yourself with your people. It can be like friends or like family. It can be in the same track as you or can, cannot. But it's important to have a support system or a support group that will help you overcome that anxiety with you. I'm lucky enough to have like a lot of like friends who support me and are there for me to like to like catch me when I'm feeling down or comfort me. You know, I do the same for them because I saw how that really helped me. So yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you don't really have to overcome that problem all by yourself. You may be in STEM or you may not be in STEM. You know, other people who also experience the same problems as you will be there for you then. I think that's really my major takeaway then. As I graduated from high school, I was able to overcome those six years, not because I was hardworking or not because I did really well, but a lot of people supported me and I guess that really pushed me and helped me become the person that I am today. Uh, I think that's very comforting to hear also for students that this, this, they're not alone in this journey and validating really their experiences and everything they feel, whether in or out of STEM, is something that students need now, especially in this pandemic now. We lost the human aspect of our everyday activities. So um, that's, that's all. Thank you. Thank you so much, Janjo, again, for sharing with us your experience in STEM and I guess, again, also validating all these feelings and the feelings of pressure of other STEM students and you know like what you said these these stigmas that surround STEM that it's for smart people it's hard it's confusing are are things that we really need to break also so students feel less anxious and more confident to take on the STEM track so we hope you can tune in our next episode as we dive deeper into STEM education with other students advocates and teachers STEM Talks is powered by STEM Plus PH, the flagship program of UNAM Foundation. Make sure to subscribe and follow this podcast as well as our Facebook page, STEM Plus PH or at stemph.rocks. You can also follow our Instagram at underscore stemph for more updates. Make sure to tag us when you share our episodes and use the hashtags stemph, stemfi, and stemphrocks. We can't wait to stemify the future of the Philippines with you.